It is this deadening system. It's designed, and I see it everywhere now. I see it in the banking system. I see it in the media. I see it in our entertainment. I see it everywhere where it's all designed to sort of keep you fat, dumb, happy, lazy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Why Bitcoin Podcast, the podcast where we question everything, but mainly, why Bitcoin? I am your host. My name is Jeff. I'm joined here today with my, um, oh, what, what, what would the word be? Aniv- well, we're sharing an anniversary together, my significant other <laughs> in terms, my significant other host, Doug. Yeah. Hi, okay. Jeff. Hey, Jeff, I'm a vest guy. You're a vest guy? Yeah, my what? wife got me this bitchin' vest for Christmas. Is it a leather I vest? I was... What's that? Is it a leather vest? No, it's like an outdoorsy kind of like wool Carhartt sort of a thing, but it's just okay. a vest. It's not like a long coat. And I didn't realize I was a vest guy. And now I understand the, the appeal. It's like my arms can still be covered with like a... A flannel, but then they're more free to move. It's like liberating. It's um, weird um, for you because you already have the extra layers on the tummy and torso area. Okay, that's uncalled for. On the last, on this, the day of our anniversary, I think that's pretty it, uncalled for, Fred. It's usually your arms and your extremities that you want to be warmed up. So it's like you should just have sleeves and no. Yeah, torso but when I'm part. working on stuff like chopping wood or shooting guns or. Today I had to clean out a chimney. You got to have the mobility, man. You got to have the flexibility. It is tough when you have a... Those big coats just bunge you up, you know? Yeah. I have have one of those coats where it zips off and you can take off the inner layer and then it's like an 11-in-1 coat or something. You can take off the hood. You can take off the inside layer. You can reverse the inside layer and the outside. It's like super duty. How was your Christmas? Christmas is Christmas. It was super duper wonderful. How was did your you, Christmas? Did you, uh, are you, did, are you lying right now when you said that? Are you just saying that's a, so I wouldn't bash you about it? Cause I feel like uh, you're lying. After a know. year, I can kind of sense when you're not being true just by the inflections in your voice and or how by the, you dismiss thing. The past two episodes where I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Christmas and holidays as a whole. <laughs> maybe that yeah like, i don't yeah. give a i don't really care man christmas is uh, a time you guys of, didn't do anything didn't we like, we did the thing party maybe or we uh we put out the so we didn't we put out blueberries and crackers for santa and the uh, reindeer and call. kid, kid was call. excited about that we didn't have cookies but we made the uh, uh what's the word it's decision we're just like oh blueberries will work Reindeers yeah. like blueberries. Yeah. Veg. So. Yeah. Reindeers are big on uh, veg and, and, and fruits. So that was exciting. He got not uh, carnivorous yet. So that happens we, later in the spring. There you go. We got him uh, some Lego. He got some really cool toys, like uh, learning stuff. We're, we try re- like we try really hard to not just have plastic, what I call nothing toys, just like a random whatever the, you know, that you can just like throw around like action figures i guess are a good example but i just hate that shit and it doesn't like it's just wasting time wasting space getting messy so 
everything we buy and we try to give them purpose. So we did a pretty good job. We got them some uh, like letters and numbers for the bath and what else did we get them? Yeah, I don't know. Cool, uh, cr- like arts and crafts stuff, like coloring and learning how to cut and paste. So he's he's doing that, which is cool. Okay. All right. And you? How was your How was your Christmas? Best Christmas ever, hands down. It's very cool. Uh, you know what? I will say. I will say this was the best Christmas this year for for me. So there's that. Oh. So the other ones weren't as good. Yeah, this year, like of all the Christmases we had this year, this was definitely the best Christmas. So I'll give it that. Maybe yeah, another best Christmas all time. I'm trying to be positive here. I hear you. I hear you. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'll go with it. Uh, best Christmas ever. Got a gift because normally, I don't know what it is about me, but people don't know what to get me. So I usually end up with like a lot of things that are okay, but nothing I get super excited about. And this year, the wife got me a. Uh, a vintage uh, revolver that I actually have oh, to like cool. hand load and stuff. So I'm very excited about that. And is that what you were talking about on Twitter to that guy that he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. About, what's it called? An 1851 Preparing? Navy revolver, which is so, something I've wanted for a long time. And so. you can like load it and fix it with like just, yeah. So it's different because like, it doesn't whatever. come with like bullets per se, you know, like you normally you see like bullets with the brass casing and then there's like an actual bullet in it and that sort of thing. This one, you actually have to like load, it comes, it's like a revolver. So it looks like it's got, you know, it's got the cylinder. It's called the cylinder mm-hmm. with like the little, di- you know, in di- whatever you'd call, I don't know what you'd call it, but so it looks like a gun, but instead what you do is you actually pour <laughs> the gunpowder into the chambers of the cylinder and then put a ball in there and then you press it down. And then I'm actually having to like make my own percussion caps and like, it's just fun, nerdy shit that I like doing. And, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm actually having a problem with it and I'm like frustrated cause I can't, I didn't get to like, we went over to my folks house yesterday for Christmas and, um, they have space so we can do some shooting over there. And I was really excited to finally shoot my gun. And, and then I couldn't cause I'm, somehow i messed it up and whatever so it was frustrating but it's one of those things where it's like okay you just look down the barrel and see what's going wrong and then (laughs) just just kind of peeked in there and stuck my tongue in it and just you know saw figure out what's going no but it's like you know what it's exciting because it's like i it's broken but i know i can fix it i just got to figure out how to fix it so it's like this learning thing and i'm and and because of bitcoin i got much more excited about those types of scenarios you know where you get to learn something yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna learn something now and this is gonna be exciting and it's something i'm excited about learning so it's just very cool and and this is this is also kind of cool is that uh my brother and i the brother who has cancer have have sort of uh uh, I think the word is called detente where we're just sort of, uh, we've decided we're, we're not going to actively hate each other, oh, that's you know, good. because, because he's dying of cancer and it's time. And, uh, so I invited him over and they came over on Saturday and then we went over cause he's living with my folks right now. We went over and we were cordial to each other and we spoke to one another and like exchanged stories. Like it wasn't just like a terse, hi, how are you? goodbye you know it was like actual conversation and it's my whole life so, with everybody i interact with yeah, yeah hi yeah. how are you goodbye <laughs> but i mean we haven't really spoken in like two years almost so 
you know, it was kind of, it was good. It was good. It was a good Christmas. It was a good, solid Christmas. So Merry That's Christmas good. still to everybody. I hope you Merry guys Christmas had a good to one. all of you. I just remembered one cool toy that we did get my wife found because he said percussion. And I was like, oh yeah. So we got him this octopus thing where it's got four arms and then you put little gadgets in it and each gadget is a instrument. I don't know. This isn't really important to a podcast at all. Bitcoin this. Okay. So why is this Bitcoin related? It's because it's like, it's going to teach him. I don't know, man. How do I, how do I relate? Okay. This it's called the rocktopus. This will be a challenge for me. How can I relate the rocktopus to Bitcoin? Well, is, it, is it musical? Yeah. So there's like 15 different gadgets that you can plug in it. And each gadget is represents a different instrument. So when you plug it in, it plays that instrument. And it's cool. It teaches them like uh, what each instrument sounds like. And then it says, okay, I have four instruments in me. Take two instruments out. Two minus two is two. And then teaches them math. So that's good. Math and music. Math, math and math, <laughs> the music is very mathematical, actually. So yeah. And Bitcoin is mathematical cool. too. Now, so can <laughs> I just can I just pick at you a little bit? Like, do you have no toys where he can just let his imagination go and run. Oh, dude, no, we have lots of those toys. Don't get me okay. wrong. Okay. I'm just not saying cool. I try to keep them, like, we have boxes full of them. I just try to not I acquire see. them okay. because they okay. come into your life so easily. Do you know what my, mm-hmm. my wife does? It's actually pretty smart, even though I hate to admit it. She'll, because we have a bunch of those toys too, but what she does is she actually box some of them up mm-hmm. and then puts them in the attic. Mm-hmm. And then like rotates them. So like, it's like when we do spring cleaning and stuff, she'll just swap out the toys. So it's like, it's basically like a whole new set of toys for them. Yeah. No. Yeah. We do. That actually, we do have, you? Have, okay. Have, yeah, right. I've never heard of that too. until my wife like started doing it. And then I was like, this, I hate to admit it. Cause, cause I'm kind of like you where it's like, God, this is just shit. I'm going to step on and hurt myself in the middle of the yeah. night. Like I don't need this in my life, but she's like, but your children need to play. And I'm like, yeah, I guess fine. Okay. Sense, but you know, you know what my real issue is. This is I just realized what it is. I think I went too hard stacking this year. I went too hard when we made the move. I sold, like I I sold freaking everything. So we sold because I I also didn't want to move a lot of stuff because you have to pay for how much space you take up in the truck. So we sold toy boxes and shelves and bookshelves and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, we, we won't need it. We're going to be living in the forest. And I was kind of in like a crazy headspace. Don't, don't worry. We don't need any of this shit. We're going to get, we're going to be complete minimalists. And I'm realizing we're not complete minimalists. So now it's like, okay, we need to rebuy a bunch of shit that I sold. And yeah. that's just, it's kind of getting me down. So I, I guess here's a, a lesson, bit. here's a lesson to any new Bitcoiners. Don't sell everything. <laughs> like I fucking sold everything, man. I yeah, sold I, everything. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I had doubts about that when you were telling me all that shit. And I was like, man, like you do need chairs, you know, like at a certain point, you can't just always sit on the floor. So I went all that's, in. That's that's kind all, of I, an interesting uh, thing that that people talk about on Bitcoin Twitter is this idea of like getting on zero. Yeah, and that's been very contentious cons- considering the price has been so sideways. Like people have really been going after each other. Like you're not a real Bitcoiner unless you oh you know every dime of your stuff is into Bitcoin. But then my argument, and, and I share the argument with a lot of people, is this idea of like, well, look. 
some things you have to pay for in cash. Like they just don't take Bitcoin. You have to use fiat. So it's like, so you want me to take every dime I have and then pay a fee to get into Bitcoin. And then I'll have to eventually take some of it out to pay in fiat for something, right? Like I can't pay my taxes in fiat. It doesn't burn in, uh, in, in Bitcoin. I have to convert it back to fiat. So then I'm going to have to pay a conversion rate. You, you know, know, you might a, be, you might be, oh no, no, no. You still have to pay it and then you can get sats back on a bunch of apps. Oh yeah. And, I do that yeah. a lot. I do that a lot. Like with, with fold now, especially like I've been putting a lot of money into the fold app and just buying stuff through that using the cart. It's awesome. It is freaking awesome, dude. I'm like, I'm stacking sats that way so hard right now. It's ridiculous especially with the Christmas season and stuff and just paying bills with it and everything else, but it's still in fiat. You know what I mean? Like I just get Bitcoin back. But then the big thing for me is, and this is, this is a sticking point for me is that you're going to, okay, you stack super hard and then you have to cash out some of your Bitcoin for the fiat. Now it's a taxable event, you know, like what have you done? You know, it's it, you've, You've managed to basically tax yourself three times by converting it and having to pay a, you know, the the fee or whatever, and then converting it out and having to pay that fee, and then you got to pay taxes on it. This does not seem like the smartest thoughts about taxes here. Okay, Uh, but I'll just finish this thought then and, and say it doesn't seem like the best use of your resources, which is I think what Bitcoin should be teaching people is that your resources are finite because you are finite and therefore you should utilize it in the most uh efficient way possible i guess so go ahead what's your thought (laughs) i don't know if the mic picked it up but i said i got a couple of thoughts about taxes here and then i farted into the mic those are my thoughts Uh, on taxes Oh, that was it? Okay. Did, you, right. did you hear the blue? I, I heard something, but your mic has been kind of squishy the whole time. So oh, yeah, it would be squishy. It was, it was a little squishy. Listen, you know what? You sold your pants, and now you're just shitting on the floor. It's horrible. Yeah, no, you don't have to shit on the floor. You can dig a hole. A shovel would be a good thing to buy with Bitcoin. A shovel you know what is a I have been doing, though? Useful tool. What's uh, that? I have been going into prepping. And I got to tell you, bro, it is one of the most liberating feelings in the world. Seriously. Like we, we went out and I spent fiat instead of buying Bitcoin and I bought, um, I think I told you about this with the shed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm not allowed to have a shed if it's a permanent structure unless it's, uh, for, for everybody who's, you know, just listening for the first time, welcome to the show. We're, we're a full year in welcome. Um, uh oh shit you know what i just remembered something we do have a uh a comment okay emailed us we got an email yeah we got a long email actually it was really awesome anyways i'll finish this story super fast just so just because i want to encourage you and others right okay that's the whole point um so i went out and i got one of those um like nylon canvas big ass like uh I don't know what you call them. They're like carports maybe, you know, but so there's just like a frame. It's like a big tent basically. Right. But it's supposed to be like a more permanent fixture. Like it has these really deep screws he put in the ground and stuff. And I basically moved a shit ton of stuff out of my garage and I put it in there like stuff like the kids bikes, the lawnmower, um, 
the boys beekeeping stuff, you know, stuff that he doesn't really need constantly. He'll just have to use it like, you know, once a season or whatever. Got it all out of there. Got myself a heavy duty, uh, uh, what you call it, shelving unit. And I've just been, I've just been stacking canned goods and, and all sorts of stuff. Like, like I have food now, dude. Like if the supply chain dumps, I'm good for, I would say at least two or three weeks right now. And that includes toilet paper and shit. I just feel so much better. Like knowing that I have a freezer full of meat and, you know, beans and rice and all sorts of, you know, just little things, you know, that, that I can feed my family with. It is really a very liberating thing, dude. So are you still there? Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Sorry. That, yeah, that's good. Definitely prepping is key. Would you say two weeks? Two weeks is good. Two I, weeks, uh, it's not enough. It's not enough, but it's kind of like sats. No, right? it's a it's start. Like, yeah, it's a start. It's a start, but it's never enough kind of a thing. So. Well, you know what? Um, AZ Hoddle, Arizona Hoddle, made a tweet today that I was like, ooh, this hits hard. He said, you start just buying 50 bucks of Bitcoin on Coinbase, and then next thing you know, you're converting your year-long charade into figuring out how to convert your entire net worth into bitcoin so you're you're two weeks in and you got your two weeks of food and next thing you know you're going to be uh prepared to live off grid without any support from so-called society so it's a it's a plan man it's one step man that's important we should should really give a shout out to az hodl he just uh he just posted he lost his grandmother i don't know if you saw that i did yeah that was that was pretty bullshit but um he stacked in her honor um and then a bunch of us started stacking in her honor so you know stacking for for nana let's let's do that for for az because uh yeah man sucks to lose people especially in this time so we love you az take care of yourself be good Mm -hmm. and uh stack for you brother stack for nana so all right let's do um uh yeah let's read this comment an email here if you guys ever want to we haven't even shouted out our email in a while if you guys ever want to get a hold of us you can always email at us email us at askwhybitcoin at gmail.com for all inquiry inquiries comments concerns or complaints so is this a common concern or a complaint Let's this see. Was, do, you, um, do you have it open i have it open yeah i got it right here okay you read it yeah, so it says uh, in episode, season one, episode three, so like he's just starting off. This is Anthony, by the way. Hi, Anthony. Did you see what did you see what he what he titled? <laughs> did you see what he titled the email? Fun t- fun cue. It's a fun cue, Doug. Oh, it's a fun cue, Doug. Oh, this is a God. fun cue, Doug. I, I didn't. I, Here's a fun cue for Doug. Fun how, cue, hey, Doug. How does he know what that is if he's only on season one? Anthony, you're a hero. Anthony, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Oh, my you. God. That's hilarious. Okay. He, he sent uh, it just out to you, but I'm going to take the win for the title. Well, yeah. No, it's obviously <laughs> for both of us. It's just that this is my personal history. So he's This is exciting for us. If anybody's – we've been doing a podcast for a year. This is uh, one of our first emails, so let's get to it. What does it say? It says, uh, you mentioned being part of the Jewel Hill Farm Bluebrook Salmonella Poisoning Class Action Lawsuit. Merry Christmas. Um, You're the only person I've ever heard discuss this salmonella outbreak. My sisters and I were also poisoned by a gallon of 2%, and we were also part of the class action lawsuit. 
If I remember correctly, I believe my sisters and I were awarded with something like 250 each. With that money, my parents opened our first savings account 10 years later when I was old enough. This is hilarious. I withdrew my money 10 years later I, when I was old enough. I withdrew my money to see that it had grown to a whopping 320. And that was that the whopping was in like air quotes. I just wish they had put it into bonds at the stock market. Keep up the good work, guys. Merry Christmas, Anthony. Anthony, and then, then the best part is he he freaking he he sends a picture of like one of those little like two percent cartons of milk. Like he like also sent some attachments for uh, yeah, the salmonella. Like, yeah, stuff. there's like there's like newspaper clippings and and all sorts of stuff from that time period. So deep so Anthony, cut season one episode three deep cut. Yeah, deep cut, deep cut. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, it's just it's just crazy because he's i've never talked to anybody that actually was part of that you know that was part of that time period and, and had that happen to him so um that's pretty cool you know it's like to be I don't fair know. 250 bucks turning into 320 in just a savings account that's not terrible is it it's better than what he would have gotten if it happened today Right. Yeah, he probably would have had like three. He probably would have had two dollars in ten years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what's that? it's seventy dollars in ten years? I don't know what the math is there, but hey, probably not keeping up not with inflation. Much. It's not much, but unlikely uh, keeping up with inflation. Well, in that time period, it might have been honestly. Yeah, I suppose because right? this was this was back in like eighty four or something. Maybe I, I okay. I don't have the. 84. Well, I mean, that, so, that's the, that's around the time that Greg Foss talks about all the time, where uh, returns were like super awesome, and you could make money doing it the regular way. So, fourteen percent or whatever. Like I said at the time, what my mom did was she bought bonds, and I actually used those bonds like fifteen years later to put a down payment on my first house. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. there was actually money to be made in in bonds and savings and everything else so yeah the bonds were still working back then that's right you know now i as i told i think I, what i said to him was something to let me pull it up again yeah yeah basically i just said you know it would have been nicer if if we had gotten if we had had bitcoin back then you know because then yeah plunking 250 in and just waiting 10 years forget you about it. You i would have bought bitcoin outright, you know <laughs> i would have bought a bitcoin in uh, 1989 if i could have hell sure. yeah definitely yeah no no so so anthony thank you for reaching out to us man thank you for sharing your story that's awesome and, and merry uh, christmas to else you. and merry christmas and happy new year and and if anybody else has you know if you've heard something if you want to do another deep dive and go to season one episode two or three or <laughs> no, two one and two I don't posted, but... one isn't even on there what are you doing come on i don't know where they are anymore so okay see <laughs> the, the lot we have lost episodes the yeah. last episode one maybe feels i'll good. try to maybe i'll try to find them because that was uh it was a very chaotic time back then we weren't sure what was going on it's still chaotic for the record it's well, just and, and we've talked about this before but like episode one through six i would say i would argue that it was very touch and go like if we were gonna keep doing this because jeff and i kept pissing each other off to the point where it was like still pissing each other off for the record <laughs> yeah but it's different now you know now it's like we got a year into this and it's kind of like you know when you get married for a certain amount of time you're just like screw it i'm in for this whatever how okay. long does that take yeah. like a couple decades or because i'm one in uh, so you're how many are you in <laughs> uh just one... we've been together for 2009 where are we now 
21. 21? So 12 years? Jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. So you should be there by now, dude. Ups and downs, baby. It's all ups and downs. That's fine. It's all but... up and ups and downs. Still working on trying to... Okay, so how's... <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about this. How, how's Orange Pilling your wife going? Does she still think you're nuts or... Is she in? Uh, Is she orange? Does in. she care? She's in, but uh, like I think I've said before, she was never really in charge of the money, and not because I'm like I'm the man. I have to do. This. It's just she's never cared. You know, like mm -hmm. she's always kind of lived a life where it's like money's always there. So I might get my paycheck. Paycheck goes in bank. I spend money. You know, like that's that's the thing. So I was kind of the guy who you know, as part of the partnership, that was my deal. Like I do dishes and I do the finances. That's what I do. You know? so, so I think I'm just, I'm just losing the battle. So, you know, you have battles in a relationship. So sure, I think I'm losing sure. the battle right now because I was like, no, we'll sell everything. We'll own nothing. We'll buy Bitcoin and everything will be okay. And it's like, yeah, again, we need to buy some shelves for these toys that we bought. And she told me, well, we're going to need places to put the toys. No, no, don't worry. We'll buy them later. And so she's winning. So I think it's just my ego taking a hit. And so I'm I just, just, I have to swallow my pride. You. I got to and... nitpick you for a second, man. You okay. should be tracking this shit. You should have been tracking it the entire, because I can, I can turn to my wife and be like, oh, no, nope, we're only I'm... down like 2% right now. No, no, that there, it's not the a lot of arguments. It's not the percentage wise. I'm sure I'm probably still up percentage wise, but zero right. shelves, zero shelves is an issue. It doesn't matter how much percentage you're up. If you don't have, you don't think so. You don't think if you were like, Hey baby, look, we're up 50% because of no shelves. You don't think that would have an impact. There's still toys on the floor, man. She's, she's right. She's, we got to put the books somewhere. We I will send you cardboard somewhere. boxes, brother. We I, have I, them in cardboard boxes right now. <laughs> <laughs> like i think i went a little overboard that's what i'm saying i made mistakes were made and i think i just need to come come clean and say it listen if you're a new bitcoiner or if you're a relatively new, or if you're still looking into it everybody's going to tell you to sell everything get naked and run in the forest and i'll be one of those people but if you have a wife and a kid you should probably keep at least two bookshelves I like how you started off like redlining your vocals and now you've calmed down a little bit. It was interesting to watch on the monitor. Anyways, I don't know yeah, what that means. I, um, that means you were screaming and it's going to, I'm not going to be able to edit that out. So it's, everyone, oh. I'm sorry for Jeff screaming in that last section. Um, cause <laughs> the holidays are hard. <laughs> you're, you're right though. You're right though, because it's, it, uh, it's this horrible balance that we have to try to play. You know, you know what it is? So, here's an, here's the other thing. It's so Bitcoin low, lowers your time preference and I'm realizing, okay, there's a difference between having a low time preference and thinking about the future or lowering your time preference so much that you're living in the future. And I think I'm living in the future, whereas mm -hmm. you have to live in, you have to live in the now and yeah. think about the future. I'm living in the future and, and, and thinking about the future. And that's my problem. Because the now, if, if you think too far ahead, then your present gets, like your present time you're living in gets devalued. And you have to value your present time the most. Mm. Does that make sense? I would, I would agree with that. But at the same time, I mean, one of the big traps of the fiat system is the idea that 
they force you to negate the future. That's the, yeah. that's kind of the problem, you know, like that they, I, I, we, we, we've talked about things on the show, like negative interest rates and all that other shit. And it's like those, those, does those are specifically designed those types of like inflation, negative interest rates, um, the devaluation of the dollar fiat, whatever those types of things are all designed to get you to spend money now. And if you're spending money now, then you are not, and they, and they, they have a reason for it, right? Like they need, they need the economy churning. They need it running. Right. And if you put money into savings, quote unquote, okay, then your money is not out in the system circulating and creating jobs and buying goods and services and, and you have stagnation and they can't have that because when that starts to happen, then things start to collapse. And so they are doing things on purpose to, to quote unquote, stimulate the economy. The problem is their stimulation of the economy negates your future if you let it. And so I think if I could, uh, psych 101 Jeff for a second is that he's finally, you know, after years, like, like me as well, like I'm not pointing, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm saying you wake up to this system and you go, Oh my God, what the hell have these guys been doing? And you like whiplash so hard to rail against it that you end up selling everything, <laughs> your chairs and everything. And then you're like, wait, I also have to live. And so now I think you're on the threshold of like trying to find the balance. And, you, and I think maybe this is where I beat you to the punch because I sort of came to that conclusion a while ago. And I realized that what I need to do is I need to insulate my future, but then also live in today, you know? And so that's why I've been stacking stats like crazy, but also buying shelves and putting food on them, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, think, that's... Yeah, I went, I went deep into the the end of the world is happening tomorrow. Right, right, right. And I would, right. if you're, I thought, I went back to look at my tweet that I put out like uh, one of my first weeks of Bitcoin Twitter, and it was like, it's the end of the world. Don't worry, I'll help you through it. Everything's gonna come collapsing down. And maybe I'm starting to realize that everything. I don't know, man. I get in my own head a lot. Like I still feel like the end of the world is show, bro. Yeah, I still feel like the end of the world is coming. It is. And I still feel like if you don't have a whole Bitcoin or if you don't have 6.1, if you don't have 21 million Bitcoins, you should probably be doing everything you can to get that many. So all I can do is think I need more and more and more and more and more Bitcoins. This is why I really do think you should DCA and it should you should budget a hell a lot a hell, okay. a lot towards it, but this is my problem with this DCAing, and this is another fiat problem. So DCAing is easy for somebody that has a static income that's on salary or whatever. I'm not on salary. I make different amounts of money every week, and right. I have to budget. Like, and this has been my whole life. I've never been able to budget because I've never known how much money I'm going to make that week or that two week period. So, and this is another reason why I don't, not why I don't like the holidays, but. This is why I don't like the holidays. It's because I want to, you want to make money and then you want to spend less money than you made. Okay. That's the goal. That's the only way sure. to prepare for your future. Break it all down, make money, and then spend less than you have made. And the, during the holidays, it's almost impossible 
because you have to dip into your savings. It's kind of what your savings is for, right? So whether whether you saved up a thousand bucks and it's Christmas time and now you're taking a week off work, I'm taking a week off, which is nice. But whatever time you're taking off work, you have to, in order to pay for your livelihood, you have to take out of those savings. And I don't want to take out of those savings, but you have to. So then it hurts because, and it didn't hurt as much when it was in fiat dollars because I didn't know how money worked. But when you're taking it out of Bitcoin, then you're like, wow, I, I need to spend this money to survive, but it means I'm going to have less in the future. You just look at money in a different way when you're, when you're true unit, like here, I don't know if I've asked you this question yet, Doug, is your true unit of account in SATS yet? Do you look at every and I'll ask you because this is what I do now. And I think this is why I get hurt because every single fucking purchase I make, I calculate in my head how many sats it is. And then I realize how many sats I'm like wasting in quotes on buying right. things and it hurts. So I don't want to spend any money ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like that. Okay. Um, I hope so you never get all, there because it hurts. It's first painful. Of all, before this year, this year was like because we because we cashed out the 401k and because I hit some major stacking goals because of that, I kind of let the wife kind of go crazy a little bit on Christmas. Oh. Normally, what we do, normally what we do, is we'll start like in January, and in fact, we'll start this again this year. Is Christmas is just a bill for us? That's what we look at it as. Okay. And so, so we put that money aside and that's our Christmas fund. And for many, many years, that was a real tight budget. You know what I mean? Um, um, but do you buy things throughout the year too? Or, uh, we don't, we probably should, but we're just not that forward thinking. Mm -hmm. Also, we're in a really, really, really small house. So it's sort of like, where do we put it? You know, because okay. otherwise, like this year when we were buying stuff, it was literally just getting stacked up into my my bedroom. And, you know, like, and I have a very small bedroom. And it's like, okay, now you have a I couple can't dozen get kids, so they're climbing. Like some of them sleep in the walls because you have so many kids. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, so they sleep in the drawers, right? Like I don't. There's find, no clothes in my in my dresser, right? They're it's gonna find those. Clothes. Yeah, they're gonna find those presents. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's the first part. Is that I think. I think if you just look at Christmas as a bill, right? Like everything else for, for me, that was much easier, you know? And then, and then of course, you know, if somebody got a bonus or if I sold a big project or something, that would just be, you know, extra gravy for Christmas kind of a thing. That's fine. That was before Bitcoin, obviously. Right. This is the, this is my first Bitcoin Christmas. Right? So, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I gave Bitcoin for Christmas <laughs> this year. So. This is my first Bitcoin Christmas. What a my cool first thing. Bitcoin Christmas. That's a funny but the thing second to say. part in terms of, do I think in sats? I really don't. Hmm. I, I just, I, 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 again, I, I have stacking goals now. Like that's something that I was much later to the party than you were. Um, and once I hit those, I feel good for a time and I'm always DCAing. So it's sort of like, okay, I'm, I'm constantly, and I, you know, I'm doing all these other things like, um, <clears throat> excuse me one second. So like, I think I've told you about brave, right? The, the, the browser. Yeah. I've heard good and bad things about it after looking into it. We haven't talked about that so, in a while. Yeah. So like, that's one of the things I do to stack on the side. Uh, I'd have my stupid mining rig. That's, that's generating sats. I DCA 
you know, like 50 bucks every week or something, depending on where it's at uh, or where I'm at, I guess I should say. So I'm constantly like I have as long as I feel like as long as I have an, an inflow of sats, then I'm good. Like if I ever if there was ever a point in which I was at zero in like inflow of sats, that's when I'd start to freak out a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. So, every every week you're you should have a new all-time high of sats. Yeah, pretty much. And I do. I do on a regular whether it's whether it's with fold or like I said, the mining rig or whatever, I'm constantly inflowing on the sats. Even if it's just a little bit, it doesn't matter because I really do believe I will see a dollar sat parody in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, I think ten dollars. I think what I hundred dollar sat parody. Maybe whatever. Thousand dollar sat parody. I think I'll at least see a penny sat inflow or a a penny sat parody. Yeah, next year you think? No. You don't think next year? No. No, because you know what? I really, really thought, and I told a lot. Sorry, of guys. I'm gonna have to cancel the. Gonna have to cancel the pod. I don't want to talk to bears anymore. <laughs> if you're looking to be a real Bitcoiner, I told so many people that I was sure it was gonna clear six figures this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we all thought did. that. We all so, did. and you know, stock still might still might my wang. No, yeah, it can't. It's not be. gonna. Yeah, you know, good. So, good. 42k and then straight to 100. Uh, no. I think so we're going to for 42. Is, do I think in sats now? No. Because because I am concerned with stacking other things, not just sats. I need to stack things like uh how much do I want to say? No, don't I'll don't see numbers. Way. I don't no, want no, to. I'll put it this way. Numbers. I'll put it this way. I am gearing my life now to never have to worry about fiat again yeah that's I mean, what that's, i'm doing that's every bitcoin your school no 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 because i don't no 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 and i don't think most people are this is the problem i don't think most bitcoiners are yeah. i think most bitcoiners really believe if i just stack 6.5 i'll be good forever 6.15 no, 6.15 sorry 6.15 i'll be good forever that's not true that's just not true because you had to spend that on something and those no. prices are only going to go up. And if you're not building the skill sets that are going to come with a an HBZ world, then you're not going to make it. I'm sorry. Just having money will not be enough in the future. But you, you know have what to it have is? Food. You have to have ammunition. You have to have a, a location that cannot be easily compromised by... <sighs> Look at what's happened this year, dude. It's changing. Right? No, business, let me... Last, let me... Last year, my business was shut down, shut down, right? My wife got fired, you know, you got to be in a position where those things can't affect you anymore. And those things weren't happening for any of, it wasn't us. We did none of that. It wasn't like, like suddenly the quality of my product stopped and then nobody bought my stuff anymore. It was literally, I was given no avenues to sell my wares. It wasn't that my wife stopped going to work because she wanted to, she was made to stop going to work because of something totally not related and that's going to keep happening i believe that they're not done with us yet but so. the thing is is that it's not how many sats you stack it's what you have to change is your spending habits so yeah by you saying i'm preparing for having food water shelter and all these things it's not you're not you're not changing how much money you have you're changing how much money you spend so you can have 
20 sats and live forever if you don't spend any money. So that's kind of been my goal is like, I just want to spend as little as possible as often as possible. And then whenever I do spend, it's like, it hurts because I don't want to spend money ever because it's for the most, most part, it's not worth it. But you have to justify some of those things. You have to justify spending money sometimes if, if that's the only way to get what you need to get. Right. And I guess like, so for Christmas this year, what I spent, right. Cause like aunt wife and I both had like, uh, a, a different approach, right. Um, I spent my allotted share of the fiat to buy things that would be good for the future. So I think I bought her like a bunch one, of pair of, <laughs> one pair of earrings just for something nice. And then everything else that she got was pretty much like, this is for the future. This is yeah. for your safety. This is for your eating. This is for whatever. You I know? just picture your wife opening up her present. It's like a slingshot. <laughs> no, that's what my kids got. They got, they got, they got high powered slingshot this year with like laser sights and shit. So I know, I know it's, it's funny, but, uh, yeah, man, I, but to me that makes sense because yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to spend this fiat. It's going to be a gift. That's fine. You know, I, I, I don't know. I dude. I just, I keep going back to like, just having this shelving in behind me right here at the studio. It's like, it feels so good to know that. If everything stopped right now, I'm good for at least two weeks. That's two weeks that I don't have to worry about food, that I can come up with a plan and I can figure something out. And most people don't even have that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, so here's my thing, right? With, with and that's all a result of Bitcoin, I like tying it all back to Bitcoin, like yeah. we try to do. No, I that's get that. All because of Bitcoin. Like so that you, mentality is all because of Bitcoin. You're buying things that are important for the future so that the ones you love are taken care of. Right. So here's my thing. It's like, who do you want to take care of you? Do you want you to take care of you? Or do you want somebody else to take care of you? I want to take care of me. And so when people ask, what do you want? I don't want anything. And also I don't want to buy you anything. This is a, <laughs> maybe this is a personal thing, but like a lot of people are like, oh, it feels so good to give a gift. I don't, I don't, I don't, maybe I, I just don't feel that. But also when I get a gift, it's because usually it's not nothing that I want because I don't want anything. So if somebody says, well, what do you want as a gift? Well, I don't want anything because I don't want to buy you anything because I don't want to feel bad when I buy you nothing. So you get me nothing. I'll get you nothing. You take care of you and I'll take care of me. Yeah. But maybe this is also me living. Like, did you ever play Fallout? Mm, briefly a couple times okay yeah. so followed is about the end of the world <laughs> yep. and like i think i kind of live there sometimes or it's like why why are why are you spending your money on shit that i don't need so that i can spend my money on shit that you don't need all we're, we're both getting a negative outcome here if you you know what you need better than i know what you need and then i guess this comes down to I like to think about needs and wants a lot too, right? So Christmas is all about wants. What do you want? What do you want to have? And I don't live that life. I live, what do See, I need? That's that's where we kind of part ways, dude, because that's well, not you, what it's about. You know? No, I, under, I understand that, but... Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. When you give your kids something, mm -hmm. okay... There is a 99% chance that what you're going to give him isn't going to last past his 18th birthday, right? 
because he's. I don't know. This octopus, it's solid, man. I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be playing with rock and octopus or octopus or whatever. But, but, but he enjoys it, and that should give you pleasure. You know, like I'm not saying it doesn't. I guess I'm questioning it because it's like, are you so hung up on the fact that oh man, I'm giving him something he's never going to need, or are you focusing on the fact that oh man, he really enjoyed this? Like that's the point of giving. It isn't about what you think the person should or shouldn't want or need or desire. It's, it's about, does that person enjoy it? You know, and it doesn't have to be a thing you could, I don't know, make baked goods or something. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, the point of giving isn't, isn't, it shouldn't always be about, well, is this useful? Is this a tool or or whatever? You know, it's like, let me ask you this. Let me answer your question with another question. Let's do that. What did the three wise men give baby Jesus? Do you know that off the top of your head? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Okay, so what did those things do? Gold, important, definitely, because yeah. can be used yeah. in the future. Frankincense, yeah. good for healing, good for um, calm. And what does myrrh do? Mm. Myrrh is another um, scent or spice. Okay. And I have to admit, I, I think myrrh might have been used in winemaking. But yeah, I don't know, but, but it was a, the point was, it was a rarity. It was not something that every family could have, you know. So had, all, had. Th- all three items were things that were thinking about Jesus's future. Gold, um, you, here's your gold for now, but if you hold on to it forever, you're going to be good. Same with I think, I think it, no, I think more what it was about was that you had three men of very high means who were able to give gifts of very high value. Mm -hmm. And and Jesus Jesus was an infant. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want those things. Any of that. But that wasn't the point. He might've liked uh, liked the gold because it was shiny. Kids like shiny things. But But other than that, that you give gifts for the benefit of the receiver, not for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so, doesn't the receiver know what they need more than the giver knows? Sometimes no. I okay. get well the giver. You don't ever need shoes again. Look at you. <laughs> the giver. The givers. Okay, so you said that the three wise men were of like high wealth, stature, and the. I don't know the kings. story. Okay, they were kings. Okay, well, no, they weren't kings. They weren't kings. They were like, but they were very high up on you know on the the list. And Mary well. was a virgin nobody, right? That's true. So she was given gifts by people of higher stature than herself. What did she give them back? Nothing. She right. Gave, hmm. Well, she gave them a, a Jesus, I guess. But other she than that, the savior of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I know you're not totally into that lore, and that's fine. No, I'm like, fine. I'm a big fan of Jesus, but all I'm saying is that if if you're someone of little wealth and you give that what you cannot afford, then all you're doing is hindering yourself in order to uh, upbring somebody else. And what's the mm. point of why, why hurt yourself? Wait, say to- that again, say that again, because I think I'm going to have issues with it, but say it again so that I can just make sure. Let me say it a different way. The, if you give, if you give something that you can't afford, then you're hurting yourself. 
So let me, well, let me ask you this. Do you think the three wise men were hurt? Like, do you think they gave more than they could afford to give? How much gold uh, in did a the way, kind of did in a way they sort of did because if you if you look back at the story they were actually told by Herod who was the ruler of the area in in behest of Rome they were told to report back to me and tell me where the kid is so I can kill him and they didn't they basically found him, gave him the presents, and they left. So there's another gift that we that people don't really think about is that they they gave Jesus the gift of anonymity, right? Um, and so they put themselves they, they put themselves at risk because if they had been found while trying to get out of the country, they would have been executed. Herod would have found them guilty of treason or something akin to that, I'm sure. And I'm sure there's theologians that may want to argue with me about this, but this is this is my layman, you know, thinking on mm -hmm. it. He was they were told specifically, go find the Christ child, tell us where he is so we can go and kill him. Because Herod had this big fear, you know, that because everyone was saying this is the this is going to be the king, and he didn't want that. So point is, is that one of the gifts that they gave him was something that very much put them in jeopardy that very much was a detriment to themselves and i just i just needed to kind of okay. put why that did, out there why did they do that then hey if you're listening and you're not into like uh just religion at all i'm kind of curious about this so why no i mean weren't they, they led by a star they were yes, led by a star well, to find him so i've i've never I'm never... being wise men was the fact that they understood um uh i want to say the right word astronomy right and so they they could utilize the star to like find guide points and pronounced astrology that's a different thing thank you um so astrology so did Bible. they do that because they genuinely believed that the person that they were going to find using their astronomy was going to be the king of the world and so but they wait, felt hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, to hold him on. than to Herod. So the one guy, Herod, said, mm -hmm. go find this kid. I'm going to murder him. And they said, well, okay. Well, he didn't say that to them. Who, 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 they, who told them to go find Jesus first, Herod or the no, stars? No, no, here's what, here's what happened is that they were on a quest to find Jesus. And basically, they came to King Herod and they said, we're looking for this child because he's going to be king, right? They, they basically, it was like- a So where did they get the, where did they like, get the message like from? The, where did they get the original message to find Jesus from? It was, it was from the scriptures, as far as I understand it. It was from the, it was from the previous right. prophets. So okay. like- So Jeremiah, it came to them Ezekiel. in a- Yeah, it came to them in a message. From well- From the stars, or- No, it was- From an angel? Was, it, no, it was no. Listen, it was previous prophets. the The Jews had tons of prophets. If you look at, oh, if you okay, look at okay. basically the second half of the Old Testament, it's almost entirely prophecy, right? So you got Jeremiah, you've got uh, Micah. Like just just look at the second half of the Old Testament, and you're going to basically see all these prophets, right? And and if you and look at them, Jesus is coming, and then they right. got the message, and they said, "Okay, here he he's here. Go find him. He's here." We're going to go find him. It's the star thing. We got to go follow the star thing. They end up in the land of Herod. And as a respect thing, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was just basically, look, we're dig. It's, it would sort of be like, um, 
like uh, if if Justin, your buddy, right, he wouldn't just show up in Chicago and be start talking to people, right? He would go to the White House first and be like, "Hey, by the way, Joe, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to Chicago. I'm gonna talk to some people, but I thought I'd stop in, check in with you. How you doing? You know, good okay. to see you. Yeah. Okay, right. So it's a so higher ups, like that. higher ups talking to the higher ups and just being like, hey, right. I'm- exactly. Okay. Right. And so that Herod was like, hey, by the way, I'm also looking for this kid. So when you find him, I would like to, you know, and then he's winking at his vizier and his like his head of guard and stuff. He's like, I also wink, wink, want to find him and pay homage to him. But really, they had figured out that what he was going to do is he's going to kill him. Hmm. So so they were like, sure. Yeah. Herod, man, listen, when we find him. Whew, we're going to totally let you know. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then they found him and then they kind of snuck out of the, they snuck out. Okay. Actually. So they, they weren't, they weren't, uh, what's the word? They weren't governed by Herod. Hagrid? No. Herod? Herod. Still Herod. Herod. Man, please don't conflate my faith with Harry Potter for <laughs> Christ's sake. Good <laughs> Lord. Gotta keep, gotta keep it light, lightweight here. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay, so the the three wise men, they go, they find Jesus, and they give him these gifts, and they risk their life at this point because Herod can murder them? Well, if they had beelined straight back to the Herod's palace, they'd be fine. But they probably dipped, right? And they, they wouldn't. Why Absolutely, would they go back it's there? It's in the Bible. You can read it. They were like, they went back by other ways or something like that, I think okay. is the phrase. So they, they left the country in, in like secret paths on purpose. But my point is, if they had been found out, they would have been captured and they would have been brought before Herod and Herod probably would have executed them. So it, there was something on the line for them. I but, really believe that. Okay. But the physical, okay. So to bring it back to the questions, so that's a moral um, good that they did, but their physical gifts, the actual physical sure. gifts, do you think that that hindered their wealth, their personal wealth? Okay. That No. That was probably a drop in the bucket to them, if that's your question. I think that's my question. So, and now, uh-oh, am I still there? I hear you. Go ahead. Sorry, my computer just died, but didn't die. Jesus, messing around here. Okay, so. That's what you get for calling him Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill your computer. Okay. <laughs> so, what were we talking about? So, when it comes to giving gifts to people, yeah, I mean, they wanted to give the king the new the new baby king gifts to to like why why did they even want to give him gifts they, they, I, well they, they knew really, they knew they, better than he did right they knew they knew that he would need these things in order to live a better life so at the end of the day they were still just like i'm going to provide this child with the means to fulfill his life with a way so no. that he can live uh further no. more than no no, no if, okay that. jesus was born in a manger listen and he Listen. was surrounded by cat. No, hold on. Okay. They, they yeah. must have known that he was going to be in rough shape if he didn't have any gold in his pocket or some frankincense or myrrh. So they this knew is- what he needed. This so they said, I'm going to go help because, him. Because you don't have faith in the story? Because it's just a story to you? No, that's this not true. That's not have- true. I'm trying to. I think, you have a, I think you have a blind spot is what I'm trying to say. I'm not okay. trying to insult you. I just no, I understand that. Spot. I'm trying to think of it in a real person sense. Sure. I think these three wise men 
We're yeah. thinking, I know what this child needs in order to live a more fulfilled life because he right. is a baby and his mother is a virgin that is going to have a rough go once this right. baby is found. So they provided this mother and child with the means to live a more fruitful life. Yeah. So they, but, they but I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that was their mentality. What was their mentality? Their mentality the mentality was this is the king of the universe. <laughs> this is the, and, I mean, again, Sorry, I, I, I wasn't laughing at, I was just, I, it's true. Like it's just, it's a true sentence. So there that, yeah, it okay. does. It sounds, it sounds, I wasn't, right, right. I, I guess, wasn't but, making fun. I was laughing more like you're, you're right. I was like agreeing with you laughing. Okay. Okay. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't this idea that we have to provide for the king of the universe. It was, we have to pay homage to the king. Uh, of the okay. I see the difference. There is a big difference there. There's a big difference between those things. They weren't, they weren't thinking, oh, well now Jesus will live or whatever. Like they, they didn't know his plans or whatever, you know, it's just, it was an homage thing. And, and that was the best resource they had, right? That was their best. They brought their best. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the best of the time was gold, frankincense and myrrh, and they had access to those things. So you're not like you also had shepherds show up. Right. They they didn't have those things. But what they did have. Right. Was an ear to the locals. And there's there's a lot of good talk uh, debate. Like it's not necessarily in the Bible per se, but the the understanding is that they were the ones that went out and started spreading this word that, you know, the king of the universe is here and, and our Messiah is here. And they were the ones that went out and spoke those things. And, and so, so everybody gave their best to who they perceived to be the king of the universe. So, you know, so it only makes sense now then if, if, if the goal, I don't know if the goal is the right word, but if the, the, what's the word, what's the word I'll think what's what's the word when you go on a, um, the mission the mission the mission is to give your best to the ones that you love admire or praise i guess right sure. and so if your what is the best thing that you own doug you as a person me jeff as a person what's the best thing i own well, it's bitcoin well i so the I only <laughs> the only thing i can give that would be any respect to anybody i love praise or adore would be more bitcoin yeah. so and why would I'm, I? I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I sent my sister, my two closest friends, and my cousin Bitcoin. And I said, this is, I literally said, and like, because you can, with Swan Bitcoin, you can get, write a little note. And then I said, this is literally the best thing I can think of to give you. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything better to give you. That's beautiful. And, and so whether or not they use it or not, whether well, or not they already they, are using it by holding it, they're using it, right? Well, I mean, some of them haven't cashed it in yet because I don't know, whatever. But you know, what do you mean cashed it in? Like, well, so the way Swan has it is basically I set up an account that Swan will dip out of if they cash it in. Let me ask like you: they have they have to claim it, which is kind of good, I think. You know, like it, yeah, it has to. But they have to do the work to get it. They have to I was do gonna say, work. So yeah. one one thing I saw was somebody gave out cards to people and yeah. it was like download blue wallet 
do this. And it was like a seven step thing. And then here you go and I'll send you stats. So that, that's another way to do it. I guess this one way works as well, but that's good, man. You gave the, you gave the best thing in the universe to the people that you love the most. I, I think, I think it was so weird, about. dude. Cause like, cause so like I have, I have uh, two brothers and a sister and it's not feasible for all of us to give everyone, especially with like the, the spouses cause everyone's married, you know? So there's like, there's eight of us basically, and for me to try to give six other people plus my folks plus my family gifts, that's not doable. So we do the gift exchange thing. Like in, at Thanksgiving, we all draw names out of a hat. And then oh, okay. we like, so like I got my sister and her husband and someone got us, or actually I think she got us, you know, me and my wife. And then like my two brothers got them and their spouses kind of a thing. So I was racking my brain since Thanksgiving and I'm like, I don't know what to get them, you know, like, like I know they just got a new baby and they, they, you know, and they just kind of got a new house and you were all out of myrrh and frankincense. I was all out of myrrh and frankincense. No gold. The only gold I have is like just a little little shaving. And I'm like, what could I get them that means anything, you know? And I'm like, the only thing I can think of is Bitcoin. It's the only thing that matters at this point, you know, like, so, you know, and then, and then like with my cousin, she and I aren't terribly close because she lives way out on the West coast. She actually is probably closer to you than I am. And, uh, but we talk and she's the only cousin out of like the hundred that I have that I actually talk to. And so I was like, all right, I don't know if you're into this Bitcoin thing, but I have to tell you, I think it's the future. I think it's the only thing that matters. And so here you go, here is some Bitcoin, you know? And it's like, I hope I can just at least orange pill her a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. she'll get it. Maybe she won't. And then the other two guys, they are totally into Bitcoin. And I, that one, I was just kind of lazy. I was just like, I love these guys. I'm just going to give them some Bitcoin. Uh, Cause I don't want to think any harder than that. So whatever. But I mean, so there's a just couple of honesty, like total honesty. Yeah. Just, there's just a couple issues here, right? One. So living in the now, the problem is, you either are looked at like a maniac because you're some crazy cryptocurrency guy. And she's like, the cra- crazy cousin Doug is talking about Bitcoins, <laughs> you know? And she's like, this guy's nuts. though. and what am yeah, I going to do with these? I guess I'll sell it for real money and I'll get myself some American dollars. Right. Which yeah. is sad. And then you look like a maniac or crazy, which is frustrating. And then two on the complete other end of the spectrum, I look at it, you know, uh, trying to not be hyperbolic here, say 10 years down the line, everybody knows what Bitcoin is. And then the only thing that's worth exchanging with people is Bitcoin. So then you give cousin Sandy 10,000 sats and cousin Sandy gives you 10,000 sats back. So then what's the point of gifting at all? Well, the point is, is right now, everyone's going to buy in at the, at the, uh, Everyone's going to buy in at the price they deserve. And basically what I'm saying to those people that I love is that I will pay the price that you have that you deserve right now, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I, if I buy $50 worth for somebody now and it's worth, you know, a thousand dollars, 10 years from now, well, then that's how much I love you. I love you a thousand dollars. So that, yeah. <laughs> I love you a thousand dollars. That's what I, I love did. you a thousand dollars. So I have two um, cousins that are how old are they? I think they're twelve now. They're tw- tw- twins, and yeah. I'm I'm buying them sats on their birthdays and Christmas. And I told them I was like, "Hey, I'm buying you Bitcoin. Just let me know when you have a wallet set up, and I will send it to you. This is 
This is the only rule. This is all I'm doing from now on. So they both they're they're twelve year old girls. They don't give a crap about Bitcoin. They don't know what the hell their crazy, right. crazy Uncle right. Jeff is talking about. They think of me more as right. an uncle, right? Because I'm older. But yeah. and then their mom and dad also think I'm nuts and. I mean, for more reasons than one. So it's just like, no, like this is what I'm going to do. And they're 12 when they're 18. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable what this is worth. Right. But for now I'm looked at, I'm looked at like the crazy. So I just yeah, have to sit with that. And it's very, it's very frustrating. So is it better I, to, so then yeah, it's no, just, I, I then it just comes, there, yeah. it just comes like, should I just not say anything? And I, I'll just like, you know what? I didn't get anybody any presents this year. Talk to me in ten years. I'll give you all sats, and they're gonna be like, "What? You're nuts!" And yeah. then in ten years, they can come back, and I'll, I'll be no, making the sats rain, as it that, were. If that's where you're at right now, I guess my argument would be, you know, go back to go back to the beginning of your journey and remember how hard that was, right? Because it was, dude. Like for us to break free of the fiat mindset is really super hard and and then think about all the reasons that you did that you know why why bitcoin right name of the show why bitcoin and then if all of those reasons still hold true then what you're doing is you're still giving them the bestest hardest money that ever existed and if they don't see it right now that's okay because you do and you believe and i mean this goes right back to that old adage right like it's not the it's not the gift it's a thought that counts right it really is the thought that counts in this endeavor yeah it's just and, a delayed thought really, right because that? it's a delayed thought because for now it seems like mm -hmm. i'm being thoughtless it's like no you're just nuts you're doing well, I nothing guess it, might be, it, it might be dependent on how you present it right like how did you did you say hey i'm just giving you sats or did you say listen guys i really think this is super important and it's the it's it's i can't think of anything better to give you than this because it's that important like a lot of it is framing a lot of it is context you know if you tell a kid like <clears throat> if i were if i were going to give um like my 10 year old right if i was going to give her a car let's just say okay she has no context for that even at 10 you know, she knows it's a vehicle, but she can't touch it. She can't play with it. She, you know, I'm not going to give her the keys and let her drive around town, but having a car is really important. It's a very important, big thing. But if, if she has no context for that, and the only thing I can tell her is I gave you a car that she's going to continue to have no context for it, you know? And I guess the only thing I would offer to you, cause it's kind of weird. Like my cousin is, uh, she's only like five years younger than me or something like that. Like, so she's an adult. She has her own kid. She has a wife. Or she has a, a husband and she has a family. And so it's like, so, so there's a context there that I can tell her, look, I think this is really important for you and your family. I don't know if you're into it or not, but I think it's super important. It's so important that I want to give you some, you know, like there's, there's a difference there that you don't have. So I can't really, I don't know how I could necessarily help you with that particular conundrum i just have what i would say yeah i would say i support it i think what you're doing is right and i think you just have to have the conviction of that you know you have to remember i am the world's worst orange pillar we're a year into this podcast and i still can't explain what the hell bitcoin is <laughs> uh, well i mean we're <laughs> that you're doing a podcast for a year then <laughs> no i'm trying i'm trying it's, it's going to be drawn out I mean, here do you guys want to understand why bitcoin's important here's 
a thousand hours worth of videos. It's like, no, I want to, I want to gift uh, the Bitcoin standard to a lot of people too. I saw a lot of people doing that. I think that's a good, you should do that. That's a good, good idea. gift idea. Definitely. But then I didn't want to spend the sats on the book, right? It's like, it's not worth it. Yeah. See, that, <laughs> um, that's where you got to let go a little bit, man. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta stop being such a, a sat pincher as it were. What's yeah, it called? Yeah. Yeah. Penny pincher? Yeah, is that what? Yeah, sat no, pincher. Yeah, no, sat pincher. I hold on to my sats like tighter than anyone's ever held on to a penny before ever. But that's but that's not the point of Bitcoin, man. Well, right now that's it is. Spirit, that's not the spirit of Bitcoin, bro. Uh, no, not even now. If you're struggling, it now. is. If you're struggling, it is. If you, this is the thing, right? It's like if you aren't sure if you're going to make it through next year, money wise or food wise or anything. What's more important, giving out gifts or making sure that you're prepared for what's okay? Well, that's that's a totally separate thing. But exactly. if, if you're going to spend fiat on them anyways, then no, I don't have that for them. You know, <laughs> yeah. What would you have bought your cousins if you didn't buy them sats? Let's pretend you weren't a bitcoiner for a second. If I wasn't a bitcoiner, you know what I did last year, two years yeah, ago what, maybe. I, I yeah. Uh, so I hadn't seen them in a while and one of them's a big gamer actually can you edit all of this out i want you to edit all of this out or i don't know what that means like i literally you to say something i should edit out yeah like i don't want i don't want this on the podcast well then how am i supposed to edit that because you literally no just just say we're going to talk about something else okay we're going to talk about <laughs> something else okay fine <laughs> I'm how the a, hell am I supposed to make that cut? Like, seriously. I thought you were a good editor. How much am I paying you for these edits? Jesus. Nothing. Zero sats. I, I have earned zero, zero sats, sats an hour. Probably negative sats an hour. Okay. By the way, I'm a, just uh, every listener listen. out there, if you would like to give us a Christmas present this year, please, why don't you jump on over to the Breeze app, listen to us on the Breeze app, and maybe toss a few sats our way. That would be the best Christmas present ever. You'd basically be like three wise men giving Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's right. Just saying. Okay, so here's the thing. Bitcoin changes you, right? So before yeah, I looked at money like, who gives a shit? Let me just spend this stuff because it Do doesn't... I have to edit this part out? No, 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 no. I changed. I said, let's talk about something else. So I'm talking about why I didn't want to talk about the thing that I was not. So... Before Bitcoin, I was an idiot with money. After Bitcoin, I'm still an idiot with money, but I kind of go extremes both ways, right? So I just spend everything I got because, you know, you you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Spend it all because you might as well enjoy your life. And now I'm like, don't spend any of it because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So it makes it hard, man. I think I'm in a, okay, let me, I'm in a crossroads right now. I need yeah, to find a balance. I, I, I'm having I trouble and, finding and the you know balance. What I, let me let me say why, okay? Because I think you and I are both gearing up for Citadel life, right? Like that's the goal for us at this point. I don't want to be beholden to a township or a, a politician or anything. I want to live my own life and be left the hell alone, right? Mm -hmm. And Bitcoin has made that very clear to me, right? Because once once you see once you see the system. It's, it's the parallels to the first matrix movie are so crazy when it comes to Bitcoin, but I find myself going back to that over and over and over again. Cause I think everyone's seen the, the, the matrix movie. So it's kind of really easy. It's like you're plugged into the matrix, you get your paycheck, you buy, 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 maybe you save a little bit, 
You know, you help your, you help your landlady take out the garbage, you know? And, and it's like, you just, you just live your life. And then suddenly someone comes along, some, some asshole from Canada. He's, they're like, Hey, Doug, you know, cause this is what they would, they would say that to you. They would say, Hey, Doug, you really need to check this out. And then all of a sudden, like, it's like so, something pops in your brain and you see everything all of a sudden you see this matrix laid out before you and you're like, I don't want any part of this anymore. Like, I, I don't want to be part of this system. I want out, you know? So <clears throat> all of that to say that my life now is about getting out of that matrix because it is, it is this, this, um, it is this deadening system. It's designed, and I see it everywhere now. I see it in the banking system. I see it in the media. I see it in our entertainment. I see it in our movies. I see it everywhere where it's all designed to sort of keep you fat, dumb, happy, lazy. That's it. And I don't want any part of that. I want to, you know what I want to do, Jeff? I want to work hard. I want my children to work hard and I want to reap the benefits of that hard work. And I can't do it inside the system anymore because there's always some tax man with his hand out. There's always something in the way, whether it's some sort of stupid code to build sheds or whatever it is. I just want out. I just want done. And so my point is, is that if your attitude or if your mentality is I'm not good with money, then what you're really saying is, is I'm not good with resources. And if the goal is to get out of the matrix, the only way you can do that is to be good with all your resources. You have to be good with your food. You have to be good with your time. You have to be good with your energy expenditures. Sorry. You have to be good with, with all of those things. And, and so if you're, if you're saying to me, and I'm saying this to you as a friend, like the podcast doesn't exist right now. I'm just talking to Jeff right now. If you're not good with managing your resources, and in this case right now is just money. If you're not good with that, then how are you going to be good with managing your seed stock? How are you going to be good with managing your livestock or your orchards? You know what I mean? Like those are things that require forethought and prep and, and, and forward thinking. You can't, you can't just plant a tree in, in February or March and hope for the best. You got to have resources that are available to that plant to grow it. Or if you're going to, if you're going to have cows or goats or pigs or whatever, you can't just buy them and hope for the best. Like you have to have fertile soil ready for them and you have to have, you know, undergrowth for them to, to eat or, or hay or oats or whatever the hell it is. Like you have to, you have to be building a life towards that idea, you know? So uh, this is not to scold you per se, but I'm just saying like, it's, it is part of the Bitcoin process. This idea of I am planning for the next generation, essentially whether it's the next generation of plants or the next generation of my orchard or the next generation of my goats or my cows or whatever, you have to be that, you know, like that's what you, that's what you're taking on. In my opinion, that's what a true Bitcoiner is doing. He's taking on the task of prepping for the next generation. And if all you're doing 
is selling all your shit for sats that's not it you so, know that's a that could be a big part but it's not it that's not enough okay so i agree with in you. my opinion i think that was a really good analogy and i was deeply thinking about it while you said it and i kind of thought of my own uh rebuttal to it so yes you need to manage your resources so if you're on a farm you need to have water you need to have animals you need to have fruits and vegetables and trees but if you're at a point in your life where okay so let, let's say i'm on the citadel and right now my resources is a tiny little piglet right that's all i have is one piglet but i know i know that all i have to do is do nothing and that piglet will grow into a larger pig and then one day have more pigs of his own and grow more and more and more. So if I just have that piglet, then the only the, the best way for me to manage that resource is to literally do nothing but wait and or find another piglet so that you have two. So for right now, I'm like, the best thing I can do is do nothing, right? Like I, I could potentially sell that tiny little piglet I have to buy two seeds or I could, sure. right? But what what's the better what's the better choice here? It's like, well, it's a give and a take. So I can wait until that piglet grows into a large pig. What I'm talking about is the the purchasing power of your sats. Even if you right. have no, I, I get the pig, analogy, right? Even if you have a small amount, you know that that's going to grow into a larger, larger purchasing power. So what what's the most advantageous thing to do? And I agree with you that you need to manage those. But what if the managing phase I'm at right now? is just the waiting phase and it fucking hurts right it's like i want to be able to do more well and that's what i've been looking into it's like how can i raise my um income levels how can i gain more because at the end of the day you have to spend yeah. you have to spend less than you make and if right now it, that's impossible to do then the only option you have is to gain more so i have to find more piglets and i definitely sure yeah. don't want to sell my piglet no, no, no. I, I'm with you on that. I get that. I, and you're you're not wrong in that regard, except for the fact that <clears throat> I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna start channeling untapped growth here. The the vectors of attack for somebody's personal existence is multitude. Okay. You're not just going to be attacked from an economic front. Okay, we're seeing that now in the inflation rates in the United States. Okay, it is now much harder to come by things like meat, toilet paper, soap. Soap is expensive now all of a sudden, so at least where I live. And so I guess my point is, is that just having more money, right? Even if it's the bestest, hardest money in the world, it... And, and this is what I'll say. I think you've stacked really hard this last year, like I have, because we've had our eyes open. But I don't think you found peace in that because you're not covered on the other fronts. I think maybe it's a, yeah, maybe it's a step-by-step -step process. I stacked as hard yeah. as I f absolutely could. Right. Well, maybe. I could have stacked harder. I still do. I still am sitting on a chair. But it's a folding chair. But the point is, the no, point but no, 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 no. What I'm saying, let me. Go ahead, go ahead. The first goal I needed to accomplish was to learn how to save money because I didn't know how to do that. 
I've done that. And I think if this is a year in review, if you're wherever you are on the Bitcoin spectrum, me and Doug are one year in, and I think I'm at another pivotal point where I need to start learning how to allocate my resources. And if my only one resource that I own right now is Bitcoin, then maybe I do need to learn how to allocate that. But also you have, yeah, you have to, it's so difficult because the thing is you have to realize like whatever you, whatever you buy, whatever you purchase, whatever you acquire needs to appreciate in value to your personal life greater than Bitcoin will. So if I'm on a farm and I need a piglet, well, that's going to appreciate in value in a year more than my a thousand sats would to buy the piglet. Right. But I'm at that point where I need to figure out what those are. It's been easy. I guess, I guess that's what it is. This year has been easy. It's just sit down, do nothing, work, stack sats. And if you're new to Bitcoin, I would highly recommend, even though I'm struggling right now, I would still give that advice to somebody. I would say, what you need to do is put your head down, work as hard as you can, stack as many sats as you can, and then figure out the next part a year from now. The thing is, I'm a year from now and I need to figure out what the next part is. And it's right. Right. Because stacking sats is the first step, but that first step, it opens the door to that, that view of the matrix. Right. I really believe that. And what you start to understand is that the finance aspect of it isn't enough anymore. And I think that's, I hope that's where you're at, that you, because uh, let me just put it back in my own personal terms again. I have been angst ridden for months now, probably since. Uh, okay, define that. Uh, I mean, in the sense that, like, even though even though I was hitting stacking goals, I was miserable, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was just. I mean, I was super unhappy. I was cranky, and I couldn't quite pin it down because I was like. You know, like, okay, I'm hitting these stacking goals. My wife is on board. Like we're, we're doing these things and I'm, I'm moving forward in Bitcoin, but I still feel unprepared. I still feel unfulfilled, unready, not, not unfulfilled, unready is what I feel like. Okay. And just doing a couple of things like securing a Citadel space, right? I, I, I have one now. That is, it's not ready by any stretch of the imagination, okay? But it's, it's something that should I absolutely have to end of the world scenario fall back, I have a space, okay? Um, just the fact that I have a shelf now, a series, a, a, a couple of shelves in in my garage that is food ready, you know? Just the fact that I have some. Uh, resources for unpleasant experiences we'll call them okay which i acquired a lot of over christmas right like just doing those other things you know like life is not just about economics life is about a lot of different things and for me my context is always the the what does my family need you know my family needs a safe space not like in a college somewhere, like a safe space where they can, you know, eat good food and have clean water and it can't be taken from them. 
I, I, I feel like I'm securing those things fairly readily. And that to me is the, I'll, I'll say this at the end of this year of journey, that is the most important part of, of the Bitcoin journey for me. It's not about stacking sats for me anymore. Those are fine. They're good. But what it's given me in terms of vision in terms of dedication to that vision, that is way more fulfilling to me, way more calming to me to get those quote unquote stacking goals. You know, when I get that third shelf filled, that's a stacking goal for me. You know, when I know that I can, I can make bread because I have all of the components stacked up in my garage. You know, when I know that I can provide heat for my family, even if they shut off all of my electricity today, I know that I have three weeks of heat ready to go. I can provide for my family in that way. That is a stacking goal that really makes you feel comfortable, you know? And I, I guess as your friend, I would, I would argue to you at this point that stacking economics isn't enough anymore. You have to start stacking the other things. And when you do, my opinion, when you do, you will start to feel better, man. You really will. And I hope that goes out to everybody who's listening. Start your stacking goals now. Start your Bitcoin journey. Do it now. And be ready for those goals to shift, right? That's, that's it's like that old Bear Gryllis thing, right? It's like adapt, improvise, overcome, or whatever, you know, like, that's the next improvisation. That's the next adaptation is to start getting the rest of your life squared away. You have your finances squared away, man. Start DCAing and then start stacking hand goods. Start stacking the things that you need to feel comfortable so that you can protect your family. You can provide for them. That's, that's the goal, dude. Right? Like if I, if I never had, if I never had another dive, put in my pocket, but I could provide for my family and they could always have food on the table and a roof over their head and, and, you know, heat when they needed it, then I'm fine. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's really the goal. This, this whole sats Bitcoin thing, that's a precursor to what comes next in my opinion. Yeah, so. I completely agree. That's what, that's what it comes down to is being a broke ass fiat idiot every i i don't know i'm gonna talk for everybody here no i'll talk for myself it's you think oh if i only had a million dollars if i only had a hundred that whatever the number is you think once i have money life will be easier and it's like bitcoin provides you that like if Does i'm be it though no B bitcoin gives you the opportunity like okay i was stupid broke before bitcoin i am no longer right. stupid broke but my problems are still uh ample lots of problems sure. still so so at the end of the day money doesn't solve any of your problems in fact uh yeah, this might be a bunch of cliche shit but when you have no money you basically have no problems it's like all you have to do is figure out how to get money and survive to the, to tomorrow when you have some money saved away well then what bitcoin does it longers your time horizon you start thinking, okay, how do I prepare for next week, next month, next year, next decade? What do I need to do? So, you know, it's like uh, my good friend Biggie Smalls once said, more money, more problems. It's true though. Like, it <laughs> sucks, man. It's like, you really don't, being a fiat broke ass bitch, 
which a lot of people are. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's getting bigger and bigger every day. People that can't, don't have savings for if like a $400 bill comes up that they're unprepared for, then they're like that number. I think it's up to 75% or something of people. So at least I'm I'm above that status quo, but all that does is open your eyes to more problems. And I guess that what, I guess that gives you the opportunity to be, to become a better person because you have more problems, but you have the opportunity to solve those problems. Like if somebody gives you a gun that doesn't work, are you going to be mad that it doesn't work? Or are you going to be excited that you can fix that gun? And I'm just coming to the conclusion that I have a lot more problems now, but I do have the ability to solve them. I just have to put the work in. So yeah. God damn it, well, Bitcoin. And that, that's and, and remember remember you asked like a month ago, are you happier now? And I was like, no. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's not it's now changed a little bit because now I you know, back when you asked me that question, I didn't have my shelf full of goods. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have resources available to me. I, I was still in that planning, plotting phase, you know, and um Bitcoin opened my eyes to this, and this is, and I just want to tag this for a second, like, like sidebar for a second. I got into it with somebody today on Twitter about crypto versus Bitcoin. And he was trying to make this argument that basically Bitcoin is crypto. It's just that we cling to this idea that we don't know who designed our our cryptocurrency and so that somehow makes us better and that was his whole argument and i just basically blasted him and i was just like you don't know what you're talking about because he didn't and but it you know it, it kind of gave me pause you know right because you're always doing that reassess you know when you're when you're talking with with people about bitcoin and it's like bitcoin if you get it if you really get bitcoin you start to understand that bitcoin is it's not about the money it's about the understanding you know it really is about understanding this whole this whole fiat system that's been in place in the united states i don't know when canada had it but since like 1913 you know the minute they created the fed that was the death of our currency and everything since then has been this um it's been this weird juke by government to like kind of like outthink the population you know like how can we get them to do this oh well we'll enact this bill or that law or you know and then it, you're like okay well we're gonna it, the population goes okay well we'll just do this and they're like oh no 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 we're we, just kidding we're gonna put a new law into place and it's like everything since 1913 over 100 years ago has been about juking the population and the population has never changed. The population has been, the people have been what they have been since the beginning of time. At the, you know, at the very outset, man has tried to figure out a way to utilize his time in the most beneficial fashion. And fiat does nothing but steal that from you. And that's, that's the beginning of the awakening. You know, that's what Bitcoin does is it, it opens that door in your mind where you kind of are like, I don't, I don't want to play their games anymore. I just, I want to save my time for real. And that's why you buy sats. That's why you 
purchase, you trade your garbage fiat for something that's better than that. But it's not the end of the journey. It can't be because no, money right. isn't enough, so, you know? So the, the argument, <laughs> while you were saying that, I was like, yeah, this is what the problem is, is anybody that's a crypto person that's fighting for whatever their crypto project of choice is, it's like, you can't argue with a Bitcoiner because yeah, this is what I said like week one. I'm like, I don't give a f about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is solved. Bitcoin's already won. I have bigger problems to solve. Humanity is is in a dire straits. We're trying to figure out how to come down from a tyrannical government, how to c come down from totalitarianism. The money is now solved. Bitcoin has done that. We've just been granted this gift and this is, this is over now. So I don't have time to argue this fact. If you want to talk about Litecoin or Cordain, like I don't give a shit. Like, no, your program, your, your product is wrong. Bitcoin has already solved all those problems. Bitcoin is the least Bitcoin is my very least of my worries. It's already solved. I've already, it's already figured out. There's nothing to argue there anymore. It's like, it's just, it just is. That's the money. That's how you save money. That's what is. Nothing else is going to take over it because it's perfect. So anybody arguing a crypto, it's like, you're not even like, I don't, I don't have an allegiance to Bitcoin. I don't care about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just my only option. There is no other option. To them, it's like, oh, we're in a fight. I'm, my coin is better than your coin. I don't give a shit about your coin. I don't give a shit about my coin. If you want to buy Bitcoin, you probably should. If you don't want to, good. Better off for you. I don't like you anyways because you're a idiot. So, well, the problem, the problem with with the problem with you know crypto boys is they're still thinking in fiat. They're they're trying to moon, you know their currency of choice whatever it is when when they don't understand that it's really just part of the fiat game exactly it doesn't know? it doesn't matter how much you have that and that's kind of that's that's what we've both realized it's like it doesn't matter how much fiat you have how much purchasing power you have like it, like you said you have to manage your resources if you don't know how to manage it then it's all for naught anyways it's like you can have you can have you can you can be crypto bit bitboy crypto and have just made two hundred thousand dollars and buy a Lambo. Congratulations! Now what you like you know like who gives a fuck? Uh, I'm not yeah, interested in a Lambo. Lambo. That you can't hardly afford hardly afford to insure. Costs a you know costs an arm and a leg. Insurance isn't going to feed you when the lights right. go out. That, that, and that's what right. it comes down to. Those are the problems Bitcoiners are trying to solve. That's why Bitcoin is important because Bitcoiners are trying if to somebody, solve more important If somebody problems. walked up to me and handed me Lambo money. And I bought a Lambo with it. I would still feel terrified. I would still feel unfulfilled because, okay, great. I have a Lambo. So what? Guess what happens with the Lambo? They come and take it, you know, like, and now I have nothing, you know, like my, my little store of food, my little store of food that can feed my family for three, you know, two or three weeks. They're not coming for that. They don't even see that, you know, like the whole world is so fiat driven and this is the beautiful part of it. Okay. And I'm, I'm kind of getting way into the weeds, maybe a little bit like on my own personal philosophy, but it's like the things I'm doing right now that fulfill me so greatly as a person, they don't, e they're not even on someone else's radar. Like if I, if I were to go to some normie and I was like, Hey, you know, like, you know, whatever they're, they're talking about their Lambo or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but I got, you know, three weeks worth of food stocked up. They'd be like, loser. They, it's not even on their radar. They don't even get it. And it's like, how have you, 
how have you not even seen this in the last two years where supply chains have been screwed, where we literally had a shortage of toilet paper for some reason, you know, <laughs> you can't understand for 13 seconds that there are bigger things than that 56 inch screen TV and the really nice fancy car. Like there are better and bigger things like self sovereignty, being able to feed yourself. You know, I'm going to tell, I, I want to tell a little story because I'm excited about this. Actually, it's very, it's, it's weird. And this is something that normies won't get. So if you're new to Bitcoin and I say this, just please understand that. I think if you continue your Bitcoin journey, I think in eight to 10 months from now, you'll totally understand what I'm about to say to you. Okay, here we go. Let me take a sip of water first. Okay. Let me, let me just say something real quick before you get into your okay. story, because yeah, the same thing happened to me. I worked for one tile guy and he was telling me all about how much money he's made and that he's got a kid at home and a wife at home and he works 16 hours a day and i'm like okay that's great and he's like yeah and i just bought a hundred thousand dollar car and i'm like well how often do you drive your car oh, I, I never drive it and what the hell did you buy it for <laughs> and he, he he truly looked at me with a dumbfounded look and he's like he he didn't know how to answer it i'm like why did you buy that car it's a stupid like it's so stupid and i think that really comes down to just two ways of thinking I can't justify in my head in any life making sense of buying a hundred thousand dollar car. And for some reason he was like, yeah, I got status now. I can, I have a, like, I told some guy that I'm working with that I have a car. I don't give a f So now I just took the only reason he bought that car was to like flex it on people. And I've just stolen that from him because I don't care yeah, about you the did. car. You broke his heart. You bastard. You broke his heart. But, na but now it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. So the, the stupid fiat mindset that people have, it's so dumb. Okay. Tell your story. All right. You ready for this? This is actually really cool. So uh, this is part of my orange pilling the wife journey. And, uh, and she did this. This is the cool part, right? So I've been, I, I expressed to her basically so like this this web this webcast or this this podcast is is just two guys talking right and we're not financial advice and it's just like literally we're we talk to each other and we hope that you guys can get something out of it that's kind of our goal um and part of that journey is talking about the wives and how do we you know and cuz Jeff and I talk a lot of, offline and stuff like that so so I've been I've been I've been unhappy, as I've said, since like September, and my wife has seen that in me, and she's been trying to kind of like talk to me about it, and 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 we've been going back and forth, you know, like couples do, like we try to work it out, and she's like, "You're unhappy." I see that. I'm like, "Yes," and I don't really understand why, and and I'm sorry, I'm maybe taking it out on you and the kids or whatever, but you know, like she's like, "You're not," but but we see it, and and so, um. So one of the things she did was she had an old friend from college who now has a, uh, what do they call it? A hobby farm. I think it's a hobby farm. And, um, they, they raise pigs and cows and goats and stuff like that. And she reached out to them before she ever talked to me. And she's like, Hey, we would like to come and learn how to butcher some of these animals. And so next month we have a date where, because because we miss the cows, I guess. So we're going to go out and we're going to help them, uh, uh, do the pigs. We're going to, we're going to harvest the pigs and I'm going to learn how to do that process. And to me, again, if you talk to me a year ago, I'd be like, pass hard pass, not interested. 
But now it's like, holy shit, these people are going to let me come to their place and, and, and learn how to harvest these pigs, their pigs. It's like, like, I don't even have to make the mistakes on my pigs. They're going to help me learn how to do this in their universe, right? Their, their backyard. And it's like, this is, this is like the best Christmas present ever. I'm, I'm going to learn how to do something that is genuinely going to be useful. And I, to me, that is amazing. I, I, I know it's not for everybody, but for me, what? Uh, it's amazing. It's awesome. dude. That, that's the, that's yeah. the best thing you could ever ask for. And you just reminded me of one of the greatest things that happened in my week that I want to close out with yeah, like the most ahead. heartwarming story. But yeah, uh, if you have the opportunity to learn how to do anything farming, you should absolutely do that as often as possible. So I'm glad that you've been given that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Take oh, it's amazing, advantage. Right? Dude, listen to this. Oh my God. I'm so happy you reminded me because I wanted to. Okay. So the main guy, like th this is a friend. He was my boss, quote unquote, but he was a friend. I worked with him for seven years and this guy works like a maniac. He was my main guy. We we worked like months on end. Like, I mean, like 60 days plus working 12 hour days plus. Like just insane hours. Both workaholics. Can't think about anything else except working and that's it. And I hadn't talked to him in a while. And last December, because we we're talking about this year, last December, he was one of the people I messaged. And I was like, hey, man, you need to look at Bitcoin. This is very important. And his wife uh, earlier on had been doing crypto stuff and I didn't really know about it, but she had a big whiteboard doing crypto stuff and I had no idea what it was. And I was like, yeah, is so-and-so still doing all that? And he's like, yeah, she's still around with that. I'm like, tell her to sell all of it or just do your own research on Bitcoin, figure it, figure it out and like pay attention. And he kind of wrote me off, still wrote me off, but called me um, a week ago and said, hey, Jeff, how you doing, man? Uh, I was like, oh, funny story. I'm actually out in Alberta now, dipped out of Ontario because that place. And he's like, okay, that's cool. So he has a, it turns out he has a friend out here where I'm at that uh, has 40 acres that does hunting and uh, shooting and uh, all that sort of stuff, has land. So I'm like, yeah, hook me up with this guy. But I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm going to buy some land and uh, get my own place and you know get off grid. And he called me and he's like, I'm literally calling you to tell you that I'm not working for the company anymore. I'm giving up the contract. I wanted to know if you wanted it to build, like we were building walls before. He's like, you could have the contract because I'm selling my house. We're selling all our goods and we're buying a hobby farm out in Southern Ontario. I'm like, get the hell out of here, man. And this is a guy that's awesome. worked. He's got, He's got a dot, like his kids are, he's got a little girl and a little boy. I don't know exactly how old they are. Both under 10, like eight and seven or something. And he's, he's like, yeah, I'm giving it all up. We're selling it all. And we're buying a hobby farm. I'm like, this is amazing. You're making the right choice. And he's like, yeah, this is not something that we would do, but we're just going for it. I'm like, you're absolutely on the right path. Definitely follow this goal. He's like, we're leaving in April. I'm getting the land. I'm like, I'm out of the, basically you're saying he's out of the fiat world. He does. He still isn't a Bitcoiner yet. He still doesn't know, but something in the universe told him, I can't work this life anymore. There's got to be more to the world yep. and I'm getting there a is. farm. That's the thing there is. And it's amazing. It's like the, that, that oh, mentality that's is spreading. That's it's so, so good. 
That's so, so great, dude. I'm really happy but it for goes, him. It goes to show you, right? It goes to show you that it's not necessarily about the Bitcoin itself, right? It's not about the the cryptography or whatever. It's about the mindset. And And you know what? <clears throat> if you are a new listener to this show, and this is the only thing you get out of the year's worth of programming we get, I think this is probably the best episode that you could listen to because honestly this is what it's about if 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 jeff's buddy doesn't buy bitcoin ever but he goes out and he makes a hobby farm where he's secure and his his kids are secure and he can raise them the way he wants to raise them and and he doesn't have to he has food security and safety those are the most important things. And if I, I, I mean, personally, I wish he would buy Bitcoin as a hedge a little bit. That's why I told him. You know? I said, yeah, sell everything, buy your land, buy your farm, and then put the rest in Bitcoin and figure out why yourself. So I hope that he does, but yeah, but it's like, that's, that's really the journey. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's really the journey is this idea of self sovereignty. And it's something that, it's something that once you get into Bitcoin, you hear that phrase a lot and you start to kind of incorporate it into your lexicon. But uh, I think I think when you when you're watching the the cable news networks or if you're looking at Twitter, like it's all just about those maximum gains, bro. And you don't get that backstory or that secondary equation that comes with understanding Bitcoin. And that's really what it's about. And so maybe that's a good place to stop it in sense of like, you know, that's really what this journey is about, guys. After a year of Jeff and I being on this, this is, and, and I'm going to talk for Jeff and he can, he can, you know, if he wants to yell at me about it, that's fine. But that's really the point of this podcast at the end of the day. Why Bitcoin? Because sovereignty. What is sovereignty? Safety, security, food in your kids' bellies, you know, security. That's what Bitcoin genuinely offers. And there is so much more than just understanding how to trade it or, you know, I mean, obviously you got to do all the right things, you know, you have to, you have to be able to self custody it and all that fun stuff, but that's all just, that's all just technical stuff that Jeff and I have never really been big on. And he and I have talked about this a little bit in terms of how this podcast is different than other podcasts. We're not, we've never been those guys. We've never been the tech guys. We've never been like the, the, the stock to flow, you know, TA guys. And, and, and that's not what we, we do here. What we do is we try to talk about the practical applications, the philosophy, you know, the things that really should impact you personally, well, what, what we think should impact you personally, you know, the why Bitcoin, if you will, the why, right? Yes. The why Bitcoin, you know, it's so funny because I feel like this podcast has gotten closer. Like when Jeff first, uh, suggested why Bitcoin, I was like, eh, I don't like that title. And, and I suggested like down the rabbit hole, blah, 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 blah. But Jeff, to his credit, stuck to it. And it really has become this podcast about why, why do we do this? What is it? And so on this 
the this will come out the evening you know the the last day of the 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 coming year or the the, the previous year the, the the last day before the new year you know some people That's call it we, new year's eve some people <laughs> call say. it new year's eve i could have probably said that better but whatever you know and it's like this is why it's not because of quote unquote the gains or the money that's not why anymore like we've evolved past that hopefully like i said there's somebody listening today who wasn't listening last week this is their first episode and you just got a you got to skip ahead to the end or to the to the i don't know maybe the middle of the book let's say the middle of the book right you just got to skip ahead a a, a bunch of chapters that that most people are going to have to go through step by step by step so maybe that's what we bring to this table that's what we're kind of hoping to when because everybody's got a podcast we know that we're not really competing with anybody we're just doing what we're doing but sometimes i feel like it's better for jeff and i to it's uh how, what's what i want to say here it becomes uh more clarified to us when we say stuff like this our podcast is not about technical analysis. Our podcast is not about, you know, these high-minded things like uh, breed love or sailor. Or, and we're not technical like, uh, you know, Jack Mallers or even our buddies, uh, uh, Canadian podcasters. We're not that. What we are is practical application. That's what we're trying to do here. Um, that would be good. At least that's what I'm trying to do. That's what we should call it. Practical application Bitcoin podcast. <laughs> no, that. but it is the why, right? Because you can, you yeah, can yeah, get yeah, technical analysis. You can, you can get, you know, you can get all the reasons and the philosophies and you can get that from, from Saifedean, which you should. Absolutely. That guy is, he's beyond brilliant. Sailor is amazing. You know, he's, uh, do I want to say that? Yeah. Sailor's, Sailor's great, pretty man. good. Credit Sailor's pretty good pretty wacky yeah he's playing he's playing a different game than jeff and i are playing because he's trying to like be the head of he's trying to be a ceo and listen listen to sailor listen to sailor make your own uh ideologies about him but he's got a lot of good to say and i think he i think he says a lot of things under his breath i think he says oh no the dollar the dollar will stay beside bitcoin they'll both exist and he says that because he has to, but I don't think he believes it, but no, I don't think he that's does a new thing. But the point is, is like, I think, I hope what you're getting from us here after a year of doing this is you're getting the why, because the why, honestly, if you really break it down, if you have kids in a family, that's the why. If it's just you and you hope to someday have, you know, a wife and kids and a family, that's the why. If you, if you just don't ever want to, but you just don't want to deal with somebody else's garbage, you just want to live your own life. That's the why that's what we do here. That's what we're trying to do here, I think. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of good summary, good summary, Doug, good summary of the podcast. We can make an, we can make an ad with that. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. I, I hope this is my hope is that. If you're a new Bitcoiner, you listen to us, you think we're crazy, and then you go down a rabbit hole trying to prove us wrong, and then you realize we're right. And then I also hope if you're a Bitcoiner that's been in advanced Bitcoin for a while, you're just sitting there nodding your head saying, yeah, these guys know what the f*** is up. It feels good, man. Either way, it works. So yeah, if you don't believe in Bitcoin, if you're still trying to figure out why Bitcoin, just prove us wrong. 
just prove us wrong. Yeah, that's a, that, that's and what I want. We'd love to hear from you. Ask why Bitcoin at gmail.com. You go, go ahead. right on. Okay, you know. And with that, right. let's uh, let's get into everybody's favorite <laughs> segment. The what? Oh wait, what is it? Wait, you have it. No. What well, is that for? Let's do a little housekeeping for a second here. Are we going to do next week or are we going to take a week off? No, we're going to take a week off. Yeah, we're going to take a week off. We're going to take a week off. So, you know, we're not even going to, let's not even do a prediction. Inflation is everywhere. What's that? Inflation is everywhere. This podcast. Inflation is everywhere. (laughs) I I used to get it every week. Now it's every two weeks. What the? No, just one week. No, no. No, we're gonna take we're gonna take a week off after this one, and uh, <laughs> but we do need to wrap up this season here. So we're gonna start season three. Uh, season three is what? I don't even have my phone up right now, so I don't know what the dates are. It'll be twenty twenty two, baby. Yeah, we won't we won't talk to you guys again for, until twenty twenty two. But we do hope year. to hear from you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But that'll make us. Uh, next episode will be the thirteenth. Whoa, that's a lot. No, the 14th. The 14th. Really? Jeez. Well, yeah, because this is going to come out on the 31st. Okay. Right? And then a week off. Uh, yeah, that's math. Yeah. Okay. Right and uh, Jeff and I have talked about maybe doing some live casts. We might end up doing some of that. In the we're going to get some badass guests on season, 13, on season three you know, as well. We're doing so good, bro. We're doing so good. I got some good. Well, oh, I did I did get that book, by the way. We're gonna oh, yeah. We're going to have that. Uh, might, that might be our first episode back, maybe. I think we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I haven't even I haven't even cracked it yet. Oh really? I've read it to my son like three no, times. It, it just great. showed up in my PO box today. Okay, so. right on. It's good stuff. But okay, well that's a little gonna, teaser. Little teaser. Yeah, teaser. We got okay. we got an author. We got an author coming in. Author coming in. Second author. Maybe third author. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the right. Why Bitcoin podcast. Why Bitcoin presents your weekly price chat. That's right. It's the Why Bitcoin Weekly uh, Weekly Price Check, and uh, Jeff, I have some super bad news for you. <laughs> I don't even know. Tell them the rules, brother. Tell them okay, the rules. Okay, so if this is your first time here, Doug and I make a guess of what the price of one Bitcoin is going to be the next recording of our podcast. Uh, we decided to put one hundred thousand sets on the line for the winner with the most points. Oh yeah. no! You no! get, you get one point I, for I each. Yeah, I think we're doing good, right? Getting some cheap sats. I, I've been calling that. It was all written in the stars. Um, this literally wouldn't have happened like three hours ago. God damn it! I haven't all looked right, lately. Yeah, right on. Okay, so uh, the score is currently sat at. And now that we've been um, seasoned into this game, we have. So I'm currently sitting at 11 points. Doug at 15 points. You crushed me, man. Like, don't stress it. You crushed yeah, me. Yeah, but season. this week is only worth six. It's worth six points. No, it was worth four points, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the pot, man. It's silly. Come on. So D- Doug was awfully generous to me. He 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 correctly guessed the score of what a Bitcoin would be the following week, way more times than I did. And uh, let's take a look. What was our guesses last week? Ooh, I didn't write mine well, down. Last week, Jeff was at 49,100, and I was at 49,999.99. And as it sits right now... Oh, I'm really close. 
you you win, dude. You're at forty nine thousand uh, sixty four and uh, twenty cents. Right on. Chip so sense, baby. You win for this week, dude. You win for this week. Yeah, that's my first win in a while, baby. No, Since you won last week too. You saw did much. I? Oh, okay. Yeah, Crushing it. Yeah, you you did. Did. I, I so, think I think you still take the pot. I mean, technically, <laughs> by by my even because I decided to play the game, you know, we're even right now. If you want to say we're it's four even. points, I thought it was six, but okay. Uh, let us know in the comments down below. Should we double double or nothing next season, or should I just pay where payments do? I'm going to pay where payments do. Well, if we, uh, I'll put it this way. I think the default then, if you're going to say it's only four points, which I'll accept because. I was generous on one end, and now you're being the most generous on this end. I'll call it a tie, which means we'd have to double or nothing next week or next next season. But wait, so does that mean what? What are we at right now? Are we at one hundred fifteen thousand? One hundred ten thousand sats on the line. Okay, so so unless we hear from people, so let's. I'm going to go No, I'm going to. I'm going to send you your stats. Come on. No, nah, no. Deal no, is a deal. Right. Don't be. No, stubborn. you can only. You can only send it if I accept it. So that's not true. That's I. Good. I guess I need your wallet address. Yep. Exactly. I'm not going to give it to you. That's so. Foolish uh, of so you. the no. So here's the thing. You can reach me at Bearded Hoddle on Twitter. You can reach Jeff at. Ask what is my handle? Uh, why Bitcoin J? Why Bitcoin Why J? Bitcoin J? Uh, or you can reach either one of us at... Ask. No. Why? No. Sorry. Bitcoin. Underscore. <laughs> at Why Bitcoin underscore. Or you can email us at... Uh, ask. ask. Finally, I got the ask. <laughs> ask Why Bitcoin at gmail.com, baby. Gmail.com. So you tell us. It's a tie right now. It's based on who's listening. You can decide um, who gets the sats this month or this this season. And if, Ooh, if that would be fun. Anything, we should we should. That's what we should do. We should set up a lightning thing, and then we can uh, even up at the end of every month next season. That would be more fun. Just every okay. four episodes. Zoop, 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 zoop. Oh, I kind of I I liked how he did it. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, we'll talk about it. But if we don't hear from anybody, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna roll that 110 into 220. And Jesus, that's what's on the that's line. That's way week. too many sats, man. Are you crazy? Yeah, well, you know what? If nobody has to pay out this month, you pay out next month, son. But you know what? If we buy it right now at forty nine thousand, we're getting our sats cheap, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right now. It's fine. Because next <laughs> Yeah, actually it's gonna hurt a lot next next season. It's going to hurt so much. This I don't know. We could see. It's we going to be 120000 It's going to be ridiculous. Maybe we could see $20,000 Bitcoin next year, next year. You know, we can only hope. Yeah, we'll see. What a dream we'll that would be. Eh? Okay, yeah. hey, guys. That was a good show. You want to wrap it here? Yeah. Anything yeah, else do, you want man. to say? Okay. Uh, we already yeah, gave our uh, handles. This, this, comes out, uh, this comes out on New Year's Eve. So... I hope you guys have a really great New Year's Eve. I hope you guys go out and you have fun with a bunch of friends and you do lots of hugs and handshakes, big kisses at the at the ball drop. Uh, like just go out and you live your lives, man. That's what I that's what I want to see everybody do. That's that's my that's my goal for everybody. Go out and live your lives and 2022 is uh, is just a number and it really doesn't matter. Like we've all been kind of like we've all been sucker punched by 2020 and 2021. Screw it, man. You know what? 
I'm going to even say this. This is the first time I've sworn all episode. Fuck it. I don't care, and I'm leaving that one in, okay? No, take it out. Nope, I'm not going to do it. Take it out. Because this is about living, and we're going to do that in 2022, okay? So God bless you all. Jeff, take us out of here. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. If you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate you. Thanks so much for being with us on this journey of season one and season two. If uh, you want, you can find all the other episodes on whybitcoinpodcast.com. Two seasons in. This is uh, really cool to talk to a friend about Bitcoin every week. Uh, Doug, I appreciate you. Listeners, I appreciate you. And as always, and never forget, if you ever need to ask, wait, what? Why? If you ever want to ask what, why would you ever why what? If you could ask, why ask what? When you could ask, why? What? Okay. <laughs> You're such an asshole, dude. <laughs>